It is your classic metal show right here on the classicmetalshow.com. That is Salty Dog from their debut release, Every Dog Has Its Day. And that features uh, our good friend Frank Hannon on uh, bass and uh, Jimmy Bleacher on uh, lead vocal. A couple Ohio uh, boys. Not Frank Hannon. Michael Hannon. What, is, did I say Frank? Yeah. Oh, I meant Michael. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, wow, wrong band. Yeah, no, I, I meant I meant Michael. But, uh, yeah, a couple Ohio guys. You're thinking because you're thinking about uh, Red Rain out there with Tesla. Yeah, something like that. Right. Um, I guess uh, at least last time I heard, I, I think uh, Jimmy Bleacher, I think he lives in, like, Youngstown, right? I think so. He's somewhere around here. Yeah, and then, uh, of course, Michael and the and the American Dog Boys, they down, live down in the Columbus area. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but, uh yeah, I, I've told the story before, but uh, when I used to live in California and uh, worked at a club out there, uh, I met Michael Hannon and uh, Jimmy Bleacher and, and the guys from Salty Dog on their very first tour. It was actually the first show of their first tour as Salty Dog opening up for Robin Trower. Nice. <laughs> but years later, I didn't even realize it until after we became f- familiar with American Dog. Right. You know, so we had crossed paths years before, but it never, you know, never occurred to me until we got to talk. And it's like, yeah, I remember that, you know, and, and they remembered the club owners who were very good friends of mine, you know. Sure. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's just kind of funny how things just kind of come around like that. I'm looking forward to hanging with Mr. Michael Hannon and um, our friend Omam and, um, and our friend Kyle in May for um um jesus christ what's the band uh, the band that knighted me oh um, you're, you're gonna rose go, tattoo. you're gonna go see rose tattoo at that little bar uh, yep down in Gra- down in what G- galleon or wherever galleon ohio down in galleon ohio of all going places down there to hang with those boys of all places galleon ohio is just a little north of columbus right and uh yeah, it's just kind of bizarre that uh, Rose Tattoo would be playing in Galleon, Ohio. Uh, I have a feeling that Omam and Michael Hannon probably had something to do with getting them there. Well, that's all well and fine, and I'm glad you're going to get to go see them and see Angry Anderson and all that. And, you know, mm-hmm. you could, uh, you know, I'm glad, I'm sure he's uh, willing to come over here and get out of the uh, the brush fires. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nothing to catch fire over here. Exactly. So anyway, I saw something that was kind of, kind of took me by surprise Yeah, because I thought that there was like a little bit of animus going on here between these two, or, or at least one of them had a problem with the other, okay. but, but I saw that, uh, blaze Bailey, uh, was giving, uh, props to, uh, Bruce Dickinson. Did they have a problem? I don't know. I, I thought that there was like a little bit of uh, rivalry there or something. Mm, maybe. I don't know. I never heard that. that I, you know, mean- I'm sure it wasn't a big public thing, but I heard that there was like maybe some, you know, because, you know, obviously Blaze came in and took over when Bruce left and, yeah. and he wasn't quite as accepted as, you know, because he's not Bruce. <laughs> I know Paul Diano doesn't. Yeah, like I know Bruce. Paul Diano definitely does not uh, dig Bruce at all. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, former Iron Maiden uh, vocalist Blaze Bailey has praised his predecessor and successor Bruce uh, Dickinson, saying he is the sound of heavy metal singing. Well. Bailey uh, replaced Dickinson and Maiden in 1994 and recorded two studio uh, albums with the band, 1995's The X Factor and 98's Virtual uh what is that 11 virtual 11 yeah, yeah uh both of which uh sold considerably less than the band's prior releases and were the lowest charting titles in the group's uh home country since 1981's killers yeah it's because they both stink yeah they were bad they were just not it was an iron maiden dude i saw iron maiden in um in peabody's down under the old peabody's down under what did that place hold 200 like, people yeah at least at least at most <laughs> i mean it held nobody i saw that it was them in fear factory at the at peabody's down under yeah they they fell far when they when they came out with 
X Factor. That's for sure. Well, I remember when that came out, and I was just like, well, what is this? Yeah, even the cover looked shitty. It was like they had all those great covers, and then they went down to just some shitty-looking clay thing. Just looked bad, sounded bad. And I like Blaze. I'm a big fan of Blaze's solo his work. His solo work is great. His solo work is beyond, uh, what is it, um, Blood and Belief mm-hmm. and uh, Silicon Messiah. Those are two great records. Yeah. But, man, oh, man, the X Factor and Virtual Eleven with Future Real. Ugh. Garbage. Yeah. In a recent interview with Brazil's Headbangers News, uh, Bailey was asked whether there was anything he would have changed during his tenure with Maiden. The only thing I would have changed really is when we did Lightning Strikes twice from virtual. We didn't rehearse it too much before recording it, he said. Then when I performed it live, I found I hadn't left room to breathe, so it was a little bit difficult. Nice. That's what you took away from that was that the song was tough to to sing live because you 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 know it wasn't spaced out enough to where you could breathe properly. <laughs> or don't worry, Blaze. No one else noticed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in my set list now, I ask the fans to help sing "Lightning Strikes Twice," but really, it's your favorite. Uh, it's but really, it's your favorite band. It's the new singer for many years. They don't want that change. They they want the old singer. Uh, in metal, we like it when we get into a band. We don't really want them to change. I think I want my bands to stay more or less the same, just do different songs in exactly the same style. I think that is how we are metal fans. So it was very difficult for some people to accept me as the new singer, and I understood some people, particularly in Brazil, have uh, open hearts and go, Okay, it's the new guy. Let's see. Maybe he's good. In Brazil, the fans gave me a chance, and I really feel that they uh, took me to their hearts and supported me when it was, a, and it was a wonderful experience. So, the first tour of Brazil with the Monsters of Rock and our first huge concert in Sao Paulo, Brazil has been in my heart forever. Oh, oh, sweet. So, well, the- yeah, of course, it's in his heart forever because without that, he never would have, you know. <laughs> He's had the last 25 years where you could say former singer of Iron Maiden. Pretty much. That's why people are, are interested in him. Mm-hmm. There were, b- before he joined Iron Maiden, there was not a big glut of Wolfsbane fans. Yeah, not really. It just wasn't. I mean, there were some that knew of Wolfsbane, but yeah, he wasn't doing anything beforehand. You know, but he's he's worked 25 years since, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, these these uh, musicians who are out there uh, giving their opinions, musicians, uh, actors, whatever, giving their mm-hmm. opinions on political stuff, the, these guys just need to stop that. It's like <laughs> you're 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 a you're a singer, you're an actor, whatever it is that you do, you know, just stay out of the political commentary. Yeah, the it, reason it, we listen to you is to not deal with day to day bullshit. That's why we listen to your music, to get away from fucking garbage. Yeah. Well, I see that Sully Erna from Godsmack uh, got into a little hot water. <laughs> what did he do? Uh, Godsmack's frontman, Sully Erna, has come under fire for sharing a post that has been flagged as part of Facebook oh, good. <laughs> effort to combat false news and misinformation. Oh, good. The post in question criticizes Democratic presidential candidate Senator Bernie Sanders' plan to raise the minimum wage and provide universal health care to all Americans. It also cites Sanders' Medicare for All plan, a single national health insurance program that would cover everyone who lives in the United States. Mm-hmm. The Facebook post falsely claims Sanders suggested placing a 52% tax on earnings over $29,000, thus putting an undue tax burden on minimum wage workers and making Sanders' proposal pay increase pointless. The 52% figure was previously floated by Sanders as a potential marginal tax rate for income over $10 million. Okay. Erna apparently was unaware that the information had been flagged as false by Facebook. 
shared the viral post on Friday night and included the following message. I don't get into political opinions and discussions often because I believe it's like religion. So why are you doing this? Yeah, Sully? but I'm going to now. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has their preference and belief. Well, you should have stuck to that. Yeah, no kidding. And I won't tell you who I vote for and who I don't, and I don't care to have this become a, a threat or a political p- on politics and hatred, but I I will post this just to make sure my peeps see what the wrong thing to do is. We all okay. suffer we all suffer when this happens. Yeah. Just sing your song. Yeah. That's what we want to hear. We want to hear Songs off the first two records, and that's about it. Do that. Come on, Sully. I don't normally get into this, but I'm going to do it now. Yeah. I I normally just talk about straight out of line or crying like a bitch, but now I'm going to tell you my political views, even though I don't normally do it. Let me do it now. Shut up. (laughs) Sing your fucking song, little man. Yeah. Ever met him? No, I have not. He's like five foot zero. He's a little tiny fella. Yeah, he's a he's a little DOS guy. He really is small. Little tiny dude. Uh, after Erna made his post, one fan replied, Attaboy, Solly, this is why you're my favorite artist. Yeah! I, my- I, I, I listen to your music because of your political thoughts. <laughs> sure you do. That's why. <laughs> You're a smart and extremely talented individual. Plus, your music has helped me more than you know. You said this post wasn't trying to start hate, and you are, in fact, right. Everyone is titled to their opinion. It's called freedom of speech. Yeah. Yeah. Yet Unless lo- you're on Facebook, in which you have none. Right. <laughs> yeah, look at the people that disagree with you and spreading the hate. Screw the people who are going to hate on you because of this post. Keep being you, man. This caused another fan to respond. If he's so damn smart, why is he spreading fake news? A third (laughs) said he's sharing something that's incorrect. So not so smart in this instance. (laughs) So funny. Stupid fans. Yeah. Why are you bothering? Who cares? Who's posting shit? Yeah. A short time later, another fan wrote, Solly, I recommend taking this post down. Not because I disagree with the premise and what you're trying to say, but because the math as it pertains to how income is taxed is completely inaccurate. Ooh. This does not represent what crazy Bernie is suggesting at all. Mm-hmm. I'd get away from this particular post, pal. Yeah, pal. <laughs> Back in 2004, Erna revealed that he was not in favor of the Democratic candidate for president in that year's election, telling launch radio networks, I'm a Republican. I want Republican. I don't necessarily want incumbent Republican President George W. Bush to win. I don't like that choice, but I got to tell you, I don't truly believe in the Democrats either, man. I don't like the way that they think. I don't like, I don't love Bush, but I'll say that. But I I want a Republican in the office. (laughs) Just sing your songs. (laughs) Over the years, Erna has been uh, vocal in his support of the troops starting around uh, two decades ago when a fan of Godsmack wanted to use the band's music in the U.S. Navy's uh, recruitment ad. The The group's song, Awake, began running in television commercials for the Navy which had some critics saying that the band's young audience would now be influenced to join the military because of the popular tune. What a stupid thing to say. That's why I joined the military. Yeah, because because Godsmack sung a song that I like, and yeah, cool. You know, back then, I joined in 86, and I think it was Motley Crue must have had their song as the theme song for the Army, so I joined. Yeah. Yeah, that was the reason. Because I'm going to go fight alongside Vince Neal and Nikki Six, man. Damn right. The Metal Army. Yeah. <laughs> the Kiss Army. <laughs> what kind of a stupid comment is that? You're going to get people to join the military because of a popular tune? That has happened exactly no times in the history of the military. Who thinks that way? There's. 
Since Godsmack did that, there has not been a single person that raised their hand and joined the military because of the Godsmack song. Yeah, and and the thing is, is even if kids want to join the military, isn't that their choice? Yeah, of course. You know, what difference does it make? You know, I thank God it wasn't Rage Against the Machine or I wouldn't have joined. Thank God. Can you imagine? I'm going to put my life on the line. But now I'm not going to do it because a band I don't like is supporting them. Yeah. Fuck out of here with that. <laughs> I mean, if, if if you, for whatever reason, want to join the military, maybe you want some college money or maybe you, you, you feel patriotic or you, you actually enjoy the benefits of being in the military or maybe you want to travel the world or... What, you what, a job. What, or you want a job, whatever your reasoning is, why is that such a bad thing? Well, it, it shouldn't be, it definitely shouldn't be, but apparently, apparently it's definitely influenced by who tells you to go. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, if Sully Ernest says join the military, by God, I'm going to do it. That's why he's my favorite artist. Mine too. Yeah. As a former military guy, as a veteran. I salute you, Sully. <laughs> what are these people like David Berkowitz taking their orders from a dog? Oh, idiots. <laughs> idiots. But social media is just, just the idiot capital of, of life. I'm glad I don't have any. Dude, it, since we're on social media and music, this is sort of music-based. As you're probably aware... On the Facebook page, I, I tend to post new, like a new, new songs or new videos that come out from a wide array of musical stuff. Sure. Whether it's something soft or whether it's something heavy, it can go as soft as, or go as heavy as, I don't know, like Sepultura. And like this week, it went as soft as a new Bon Jovi song. Yeah, I, I, I saw that post. With the 900 comments, did you see that? Yes. It's like 900 comments on it. But what cracks me up about it, I, and, and fine, you like it, you don't like it, it doesn't matter. I, You know, it doesn't matter. It's a conversation what, starter. Which is fine. What does crack me up, though, is the people that come on with their self-important opinion of themselves not the music or not the video or the story that's being offered. Mm -hmm. And there's five or 10 of them. And I'm not going to dig through it and start hammering people individually. You can look through the post and see for yeah. yourself. Yeah. I, I read some of the posts, but I, I'm just making a blanket statement to anybody that's on social media. And I'm not, I'm, I'm doing my best to not be on social media in my, in my personal life. I'm just using it for, show purposes or business purposes. Mm -hmm. And I think this keeps the show, you know, it, it sort of deals with what we do with the show, but there's never, ever, ever, never, never, ever, never going to be a time when you going on to any post that we ever put up there and say, never liked them, never will. Okay. You're not that fucking important. No one knows who you are except you. No one gives two fucks. Why in the fuck would you ever offer an opinion on your personal taste to a bunch of people that don't give a fuck who you are, don't know you, don't want to know you, will never care about you? If you want to offer something about the song, well, this isn't as heavy as it, it was before. This sucks compared to bup, 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 whatever. That's one thing. That's part of the conversation. Not part of the conversation is never liked them, never listened to them, never will. Yeah. So then why are you in the conversation, you dickbag? Because because they want to show that, uh, you know, they, they're above the average schlub out there who might have said, yeah, I enjoy a Bon Jovi tune or two. Yeah, well, you know, you, you don't know anything. Keyboard tough guy. Yeah, I, I I knew way back in 1981 or two or when their first record came out. Yeah. These guys are no good. Never liked them. Never will. I saw their picture and boycotted forever. Yeah. No, I'm no John Bon Jovi for me, pal. I'm above you with my musical taste. Exactly. Ugh. 
I fucking hate that. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know, I posted the new Ozzy, uh, the, the new Ozzy yeah, yeah, yeah. Friday. And I, and I even wrote in the thing, I said, you know, don't just fucking write that this sucks a dick. Fucking listen to it and offer an opinion. And for the most part, people did that. They listened to it and they were like, well, you know, like this, don't like that. It's cool. It sucks. It's whatever it is, you know, and that's, that's acceptable. But if somebody would have come on that, the, the typical thing is what that would have just driven me nuts was, I think Ozzy has always been shit. <laughs> Dio. <laughs> like go away. Yeah. No one needs you in the conversation. All you're doing is looking to have some goddamn dumbass social media troll fight. Yeah. And it's like, go fuck yourself. Go away. You're as bad as, as everybody else that we talk about on fucking social media. You know, it's supposed to be social. You know, it's supposed to be like you would have a chat at the bar. Nah, this isn't that good. This doesn't compare at all to no more tears or blizzard of Oz or, you know, whatever, you know, that's all cool. Just sitting there saying, fuck Ozzy. He's always sucked. Then why are you in there? If he's always sucked, why do you think anybody cares? And who the fuck are you? No one knows who you are. You're just blip on the screen. Dick fuck. (laughs) You're just a blip on the screen. People in their social media. Well, glad that's not part of my life. <laughs> <laughs> never, never has, never will. Thank God for you. You're lucky. Wish I would have had that kind of foresight instead of being social ranger, social media ranger for a while. Yeah. Who the Whatever. Fuck are you shit. What? Yeah. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> oh my God. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, apparently all of the uh, backlash that David Lee Roth uh, has received from his abysmal performances. Yeah. Uh, apparently he's kind of taken notice. Well, that's good. And now it seems like I've seen a couple, two or three interviews with David Lee Roth talking about his voice. Yeah. Uh, well, and, go ahead. Have you watched any videos of him lately? Well, that's where I'm go- I was going with okay. this, but go ahead. Okay. No, he just seems like he's better. He's yeah, well, he's more better. conscious. He's he's like taking heed and like going, yeah, you know what? If I pay attention and I'm not out there just being willy-nilly and yeah. actually kind of concentrate and make sure that I'm actually trying to perform the songs correctly, mm-hmm. I could probably do it pretty halfway decent. I've watched a few videos from a few shows and it's definitely tolerable. Those, the the shit from Vegas was intolerable. It it, it was unwatchable, unlistenable. And and at least now he's trying to put the words where they fit. And is he great? No, but he never was great. Yeah. So, so it's at least you at least recognize the song. Yeah, exactly. You know, so yeah, he's well, he definitely seems like he's taking stock in himself. Yeah, it, it's always been our point that if he would, he doesn't have to holler and scream and be all over the map and mm-hmm. come in behind the band or. <laughs> just, yeah, it's like so. If you kind of pay attention to what you're doing out there, even though you may not be the greatest vocalist in the world, at right. least you can do the songs justice. Yeah. And he, and he has been lately, that's for sure. Yeah. In a new interview uh, with the Star Tribune, David Lee Roth was asked if he was thinking about retiring from the road like his uh, tour mates, Kiss, who have already announced the end of the road as their farewell tour. He mm-hmm. says, at my age, everything is possible. A possible farewell tour, he responded. He also addressed criticism about his live performance. <laughs> saying i've never had any delusion about my voice it sounds like four miles on a flat road with a knobby tires mom used to say that (laughs) in fact she said it last week 
However, some people's definition of perfect vocals might be pristine and pretty like uh, Adam Lambert. My definition of absolutely the best vocal in the last 20 years, sung off key like Biz Markey. Who's, who's Biz Markey? Biz Markey, the rapper. From I have the- no idea who that is. He's, he's from like the 80s. I'll just have to take your word for it. Yeah. Girl, you got what I need and you say he's just a friend. Okay, whatever. Uh, Asked directly about Van Halen bandmate Eddie Van Halen, who has been the subject of a lot of rumors regarding his supposed worsening health. Roth simply said, you know what I know. (laughs) Uh, Ed, God bless. So so in other words, they don't talk to me. Yeah. (laughs) Ed, God bless him. May... Uh, may have a fair amount of time ahead of him, Roth said, but going out on the road is an unforgiving task. It kills people. Right. Van Halen has been inactive uh, since it completed its U.S. tour in October of 2015. I can't believe it's already been almost five years. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. So you want to hear a couple of these, these uh, tracks real quick? Sure. We'll, we'll sample a little bit here. Sure. Here's David Lee Roth doing Panama. This is uh, this was recent on the uh, on the opening for Kiss. Okay. So here's his here's him singing Panama. Let's see if he keeps it together. I will say that he put together a pretty good band. Oh, the band sounds great. The band sounds pretty, pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. All right. imagine with all the amplification and stuff it's probably okay yeah all right here he is with ain't talking about love all right he's uh, not coming in behind <laughs> you know what he needs to do honestly he needs more of a garage band a little more gr- a little more so, grittier yeah that band is so tight yeah they are makes him sound worse yeah it does i agree you know they need a sloppy band. yeah well but the thing is the thing is is that he's at least coming in on time for the most part yeah he's he's at least he's trying now. Yeah, and he's and he's not all over the place vocally. He's not like 
you know, cracking his vocals and screaming and, you know, then coming down low and then going yeah. just all over the map. He's, I mean, he's still not good. I'm, no, I'm certainly not. I'm not willing to say that he's good, but he's, he's at least sort of, you could sing along with it a little. Yeah. You know what he was doing before where he was behind and everything was <laughs> like three octaves too high and, you know, just yelling, just, uh, can you find any, either of those two songs from Vegas? Oh, look for one of those two songs from Vegas to, to give the back to back. Yeah. Find it here. You know, because the people in the chat room are just like, oh, he still sucks. He's terrible. Well, no, and we're not saying he's good. No, nobody's saying that, but, but at least he's coming in on time. Yeah. Comparatively to what he was doing, this is better. That's all we're saying here. What he was doing was just brutal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I found one um, doing Unchained. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It doesn't matter what song. Yeah, it's all the same. Let's see here. are wrong <laughs> i like he opens the song with the wrong lyrics doesn't he he does it's like he, he's like ad-libbing making up shit how does he not know the words to unchained yeah i'm sure he's saying it a time or a million yeah oh, fuck <laughs> all right well here here's uh david lee roth singing jump on the current uh kiss tour all right coming in on time he's singing with the band he's like all over the place yeah he, he's better yeah it's better better what i want and i can't believe that up until this point we haven't had this do we not have a single listener that has seen this i have i find it hard to believe that not one cms listener saw roth and kiss yeah if you saw it call in please call in 800-497-5891 you know, just give us a call. I, I'm, I just would like to hear what you guys are hearing that are actually at the shows. Cause 
YouTube is what it is. It's YouTube. You, you know, you hear it without any amplification and any, you know, any of the studio tricks or the stage tricks rather, mm-hmm. but you know, somebody must have heard this live. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't know if anybody will call or not, so don't wait for it. No, but, I'm not going to. Yeah. I, I, he's a little better. Yeah. I mean, at, at least he's on time and he's not, <laughs> you know, wailing like a, like a cat in a blender. Yeah. I mean, the, before it was, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Jump! Jump! <laughs> exactly. All right. One of my favorite bands, metal church. Yeah. Uh, they're going to release a uh, new, I guess, uh, collection of songs called from the vault. Okay. West coast, uh, metal veterans, metal church will release from the vault on April 10th by way of rat pack records. Nice. This latest release is a special edition compilation album that features 14 previously unreleased songs from the Mike Howe era, including the newly recorded studio tracks, including a redo of the band's uh, fan favorite classic conductor. The remaining tracks are compiled from various recordings in the band's history, including five tracks from 2018's Damned If You Do, recording sessions, three cover songs, two live tracks, Agent Green and Anthem of To The Estranged, which was recorded at the famous Club Sita, Kawasaki, Japan. And Damned If You Do World Tour tracks uh, one through four were mixed and mastered by Chris the Wizard Collier of uh, KXM, Whitesnake, Prong, Corn fame, and tracks 5 through 14 were mixed and mastered by Kurt Vanderhoof. Right. How comments this album is the is for the fans and some really cool unreleased tracks on it. I think Metal Church fans everywhere will really enjoy it. Uh, also available for pre-order to a limited uh, is a limited print 22-page comic book, Return of the Fake Healer. Featuring the artwork of Midwest comic book illustrator uh, Andrew Owens. The comic book also comes with the addition of a compilation CD, which features a mix of uh, 11 and Damned If You Do tracks, as well as two previously unreleased mixes of Killing Your Time and uh, Needle and Suture. So there you go. So if you're a Metal Church fan, there's there's a little almost like a box set coming out, like a mini box set. You'll buy it. Yeah, I'll get it. I, I love Metal Church. Yeah, I, I like Metal Church. They're they're fun. Yeah. I like them. Yeah, they're they're good dude. I I sat and chit chatted with Stead Howland uh, when I was out in uh, at Nam. Mm-hmm. He was at the uh, Heavy Metal Hall of Fame induction ceremony, and uh, we sat sat there for a few minutes together. And I was okay. th- remember about a year, maybe it might almost been two years ago, when he got real sick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got some kind of a virus or something in his blood. Hmm. And it almost killed him. And I was I asked him about it. I was just like, you know, you know, you were in the news there that you got sick and, you know, people were you know, from, you know, all the accounts, you know, you were on your deathbed. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, he 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 got some kind of virus in his blood. I couldn't tell you what it is, but you know, he said that basically his chick nursed him back to health. Oh, that's nice. And she was there too. And he goes, yeah, I owe my life to her. She saved me, man. You know, but, uh, yeah, he's as healthy as can be and real nice guy. And, you know, I said, yeah, you've been on the show a few times. He goes, yeah, I remember being on the show. Sure you do. do. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. It was nice to talk to him. Hail and kill caller. You're on the air. Speaking about archive releases, I have some questions for you, Neely. Oh, you do? Go ahead. I do. I'm confused with the current docking situation. And I know if anyone can answer this, it's you. Okay. All right. So I'm really excited because Solitary arrived this week. All right. And it's a fantastic, fantastic record. I finally got to hear it after all these years. It's a very mellow record. Yeah, it's a solo solo record. It's not not a docking record. It's it's Don's just a solo... You know, it's it's a you know a relaxing evening. Have a glass of wine, record. Yep, have a glass of wine, listen to it, and fall asleep. It's really mm-hmm. good. Okay, go um, ahead. But I have a question. Okay, so I have a question. So, are Dokken working on a new album 
or is it an archive release, or are they doing both? Are they working on a new album for what? Well, I, I got the impression from talk, from you guys talking to Don a couple of months ago, and this is before before the new year, that they're working on a new album and they've got this archive type yeah album yeah those are two out. those are two separate things the the archive thing is for a cleopatra release and the new record is through silver lining records so there are two records yeah there's two the 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 archive yeah. stuff is the old stuff that uh, came from back in the streets the carrera records thing uh he's remastering that and uh with some you know some it's kind of like what I just read about Metal Church having some archive stuff. Yeah. So that's completely yeah. different from the new docking record. So do you know when the new the new new docking record will be out? I don't know that answer. I, I know that October I know that 12th, is Tim, October twelfth. Okay. See, Chris knew and I didn't. No, I, I'm just making up a date. Oh, you're just making up a date. Yeah, because I can say any day, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, again, I, I don't know the answer. I know a lot of the songs are written. I, I think that it's just a matter of uh, getting, you know, John to put his guitar tracks on it and, you know, everybody finishing it up. But, you know, it's a work in progress. I couldn't even begin to tell you when it'll be out. I really don't know that answer. That's cool. Thanks for clarifying that. Is that for the archive thing? Is that why you were looking for that single? Yes, it is. It is. Uh, it is the reason I am looking for it. Do you have one, Tim? No, no <laughs> I wish. All right, hail and kill. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, somebody on Facebook has it, but they're selling it for like three hundred bones. Nah, that that I saw that. It's a picture disc that's on eBay. That's not that's not what I'm looking for. All right. I saw that. All right. Well anyway, there you go. A little metal church news. Yeah. And, and uh one last thing. One all of right. your, one of your favorite people of all time. Hey. Quiet Riot drummer Frankie Benali checked into the Kaiser Permanente Woodland Hills Medical Center in Woodland Hills, California on Friday to undergo his twelfth round of chemotherapy. Twelfth round. His twelfth round. Yeah, it's a lot. Benali posted a photo of him in the hospital bed, including the following message. And so begins chemo number 12. Pedal to the cancer metal. Okay. <laughs> everyone, everyone have a wonderful weekend. Benali was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer in April 2019 after going to the emergency room for Shortness of breath, leg pain, and loss of energy. A scan of his lungs uh, caught an image uh, of his liver, which is where the first spots were seen. Then came the discovery of a tumor on his pancreas. Ouch. After well. diagnosis, Benali's wife, Regina, reached out to the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network, Patient Central, for information about the disease and the treatment options. She learned about the Know Your Tumor Precision Medicine Service PanCan offers and was impressed with the uh, cons cons comprehensive report the couple received after Benali's tumor was uh, molecularly, molecularly <laughs> profiled. Okay. Uh, chemo's no joke, Benali told PanCam staff during a recent uh, surprise visit to the national headquarters. Everything you heard about it is true. Uh, this past October, Benali received uh, revealed on social media that he had been battling the disease for six months, forcing him to miss several live shows with the band. He was replaced at those uh, gigs by either Johnny Kelly of Danzig or Type O Negative and Mike Dubkey of Wasp, depending on each musician's availability. Well, I'll probably surprise people here, but, you know, as much as I don't like Frankie, I certainly hope he beats cancer. Nobody nobody deserves to have cancer, even Frankie Benali. Exactly. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, it's like, ugh, cancer just blows. Mm -hmm. I mean, other than your very worst enemy, would you, would you, could you, could you hate somebody enough to give nah. them cancer? Nah, dude, I'm not that vindictive. Yeah, I'm really not either. Even the other guy in his band, I don't even wish that guy cancer. I hate him. But I don't wish him cancer. <laughs> Alex Grassi. Yeah, I don't. I wasn't gonna say his name, but well, I said his name. 
You said it. And he is a dick. But I don't wish him cancer either. Cancer stinks. Yep, sure does. All right, I say we take a break. You got something in mind? I want to hear my bumpers. I played one. No, play them all. Let's talk about those bumpers. Oh, you want to go through? You want to go through these and play them? Yeah, let's play them. All let's right, let them, we can do that. Let the, let the people hear some new funny. Sure. <laughs> well, why don't you give us a little backstory here first? All right. Well, um, we I have a a friend who is definitely a big voice guy. His, his name is Jeff. And he's a, he's definitely one of those big voice guy guys. Like he has the big radio voice. So he, I, I do some work with, for him. And in exchange for the work that I do for him, he's, he's offered to do some imaging for the CMS and for uncontrolled noise. So me being me, I had to write some, some bumpers and put some shit together. So these that Neely has, these are the first, what is there, six or seven or something? There's eight. One, is there two, eight? three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, eight. So these are the first eight that I wrote that are just kind of, I think they're fun. I mean, they're, they're not all hilarious funny, but I think they're all pretty good. So these are, these are our new voice guy, our new, our new um, graphic type stuff, or graphic, um, audio audio bumper stuff for for the show all right well here we go he's the first guy to file bankruptcy once brothels are legalized it's chris aiken on a classic metal show kind of got that uh, porn vibe thing going on there the porn music got that <laughs> 70s porn vibe <laughs> Gotta have that big seventies porn mustache. I love that. Yep. All right. Next one. You can't be racist when you hate everyone. The classic metal show. Yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. <laughs> right. All right. Here we go. Dirtier than the jerk booth walls in a ghetto porn shop. A classic metal show. Oh my god, <laughs> So where did you get the moaning sound? YouTube. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> Dirtier than the jerk booth walls in a ghetto porn shop. Isn't that a great come play that one again? Yeah, I love that one. That's a good one. Dirtier than the jerk booth walls in a ghetto porn shop. A classic metal show. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I like the guy you're grinding it, honey. Yeah. Oh my god, Ian. Yeah. It just remind that just you know, harkens back to Clark's the nudie boots. That's right. The jizz moppers and the nudie boots. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Two faces made for radio. Now you can see why. It's Neely and Chris on the Classic Metal Show. <laughs> Two faces made for radio. That's right. All see, right. that was like the introductory one because Jeff doesn't really know the show. Yeah. So I was like, working him into, into the dirtier stuff. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> All right, here we go. If you're a person that is offended by any words, turn this show off now. The Classic Metal Show. Well, nice little, nice little uh, warning there. Yeah. Two guys that will melt snowflakes into puddles of piss that they live their lives being. It's Neely and Chris on the Classic Metal Show. <laughs> well, melt snowflakes into a puddle of piss. <laughs> yeah, All right. I can just imagine what he was. Dude, it, it's so funny because he sent me these. It just had the one word. It just said WTF. <laughs> yeah, what, what is this? That's funny. And where did you get the pissing sound? YouTube. Okay. Two 
guys that will melt snowflakes into puddles of piss that they live their lives being. It's Neely and Chris on the Classic Metal Show. All right. He's not only the conductor of the Trump train, he's the creator of your Saturday chaos. It's Neely on the Classic Metal Show. Trump train. Come on, I like that. Then the Janie Lane, all the fucking board. Yeah. <laughs> Is simply hearing the classic metal show not enough for you? Subscribe to CMS TV and watch Neely and Chris as they bring their debauchery to the masses each and every week. For only $6.99 a month, you can watch all the segments of each week's classic metal show. Additionally, you'll get bonus episodes that are only released to CMS TV subscribers. Sign up today. Visit theclassicmetalshow.com and click subscribe in the menu today. Nice little uh, promotional bumper. Yeah, for CMS TV. Mm-hmm. I love them. I think they're great. Yeah, they're real good. Yeah, he's definitely got the he's definitely got the uh, equipment for that. Yeah, you know the voice and the equipment. Lots of lots of compression on that. <laughs> yeah, his voice is perfect, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Between him and Red, that's all we ever need. Mm-hmm. So there you are, brand new stuff. Yep, new bumpers make the show more funny. Exactly. And we'll be writing more, but you know those were those were my first those were my first shot at those. Well, got to keep things fresh and alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, something you want to hear? Um, how about if we go with um, uh, I'm in the zone, the in the zone Anthrax from um, Stomp. Mm. Okay. All right. In the zone. I'm in the zone. Yeah. Top feel. Some some uh some John Bush era. Yeah, cuz Bob Nalbanian did a killer interview with John Bush this week on Skull yeah, Sessions. Yeah, he, he uh, you know, being that Bob is very tight with John, you know, getting him on to talk about stuff. He's talking about the new record, gave out all the song titles and stuff of it. It's a really good interview if you haven't heard it yet. Definitely worth a listen. Very good. All right. Well, let's uh, let's play some anthrax. I, right. I, I when I played um, when I played uh, Black Lodge last week, mm-hmm. man, I couldn't get that song out of my head all week. Yeah, it's a good jam, man. It, it is. It's just it just kept kept in my head all week i had to play it like several times you ever see the video to it yes it's a weird video it is it's a strange video yeah, i was watching because i put the i don't know if you saw it but i put the i make a playlist every week with the show and i put the music back in on youtube mm-hmm. and um I, so i was watching the black lodge video and i was like god damn this is some weird shit yeah, how did well, i miss this it was the 90s they were they yeah. were trying to break away from the hair metal thing and you know all bombastic videos and everything is like all dark and you know just just dreary yeah just dreary and evil yeah pretty much <laughs> pretty much all right well here's some uh john bush uh, anthrax with in a zone from the stomp 442 release uh so it's anthrax exclusively here on your classic metal show hey this is scotty from anthrax and you're listening to the Classic Metal Show. <laughs> 